so I was actually out for a walk and I thought, I haven't done a podcast in a long time. And what better time to do this is we're going into October. We're in the depths of autumn or we're getting into them where it's going to change. The seasons are changing. And this is a really common time that I've seen in the past decade plus of coaching people where people really struggle with their mental health, which then indirectly impacts their physical health, their mood, their energy levels, how they perform, how they feel. And it can even get to something called seasonal affective disorder which is a type of depressive state with low mood. So it's a hugely important thing to consider and talk about, which is autumn, winter, well-being habits and some things that we need to consider and change. So what I want to do on this podcast is try and improve people's knowledge of their bodies, what impacts it and how autumn, winter impacts it, but then also some tips that are simple to implement some habits, behaviours that are going to help improve your state over the coming months, especially October, November, December. So one thing that I'm going to talk about is called circadian rhythm. Your circadian rhythm on a basic level is your sleep to wake window. And we all have it across 24 hours. There's a lot of hormones that impact this sleep wake window, but I'm going to focus on three main ones, which is melatonin, serotonin and cortisol. If you can manage these three better throughout the autumn and winter, that is going to have a hugely positive impact on your physical and mental well-being over that time. We can sort of get away with imbalances across these three hormones, so melatonin, serotonin and cortisol, in the summer and spring because there's more light available. When we get into these darker months, colder, wetter months, this is when imbalances across these three hormones are elevated and that's why it can produce this low mood, seasonal affective disorder, poorer mental health. So we've got to have a better understanding of what impacts these three have on our body and then also how we can manage them better throughout these months. When it's darker, colder and wetter, melatonin, we're going to class it as your sleepy hormone. It is directly impacted by how much light your eyes see. So in these months, it's darker, the days are shorter, melatonin release is going to be higher, therefore making us feel more tired, more fatigued, less energy, less motivation. Cortisol is known as your stress hormone. It gets a bad rep, but it does have benefits. The bad rep comes from when we can't balance our cortisol, when we're highly stressed. We don't have coping mechanisms or stress management mechanisms. And when cortisol is really high, cortisol is what helps us wake on a morning. It's at its highest when we wake. But if we've got these constant high levels of cortisol, that can then impact our sleep. We're feeling more sleepy because we've got high levels of melatonin, naturally because there's less sunlight. But we've also got high levels of cortisol because we don't know how to manage them well. We're more stressed. That's a massive imbalance that's going to knock you internally, your internal body clock. And then serotonin is your happy, feel-good hormone. But it's also a hormone that makes you feel wakefulness. It's a hormone that's got two massive benefits. It makes you feel wakefulness in the short term, but it also is needed to create melatonin, which is our sleepy hormone. So you need this production of serotonin to help with your sleep in the long run. So it's got two sides to it, hugely important. 
when we're getting into autumn winter the reason these three imbalances are exaggerated and elevated or can be and why people struggle at this time of year because of it is if we're thinking about our cortisol levels the one that's going to make us feel awake the one that's going to negatively impact our sleep if we haven't got good management skills of that or tools that's going to knock us even further so we'll get into winter you're feeling more sleepy because melatonin's kicked in this can then impact your decision makings around how much you exercise serotonin is released when you exercise so that's going to impact your melatonin levels exercise is also a great way to manage your cortisol levels your stress levels so if we're having this vicious cycle of low energy low mood not wanting to move not wanting to exercise it's actually exaggerating those three imbalances even more also at this time of year because of those impacts we'll be looking for quicker hits of dopamine dopamine is your pleasure hormone it's a quick short response and we can get it from things like social media television and loads of other things the way that that's impacted at these times of month in autumn and winter is if you're seeking these quick dopamine hits from social media scrolling watching telly if you're doing those late at night that is going to suppress the release of melatonin even further so it's going to impact your sleep imbalances even more it's going to further produce high levels of cortisol also we can get addicted to cortisol and the stress hormone through addiction of work if we're working late at night right before what's supposed to be our bedtime we're on screens we're on laptops we're on tablets we're on phones thinking about work stressing about work high levels of cortisol going to impact our quality and length of sleep so when we get into these months it's hugely important that we look into how we can sort of biohack these three hormones to put us in a better state and a better environment internally to then help us externally on our decision making around our movement our nutrition everything else that we've got going on so i want to give you five quick tips on what you can do to help improve the balance of these three hormones improve the balance of your circadian rhythm and improve your overall mental and physical well-being as you get into the autumn and winter the first one you probably would have guessed it is movement and physical activity doing some exercise in different types we know as i've touched on when you move when you exercise you're releasing serotonin serotonin is part of the process of producing melatonin your sleepy hormone which in the long run when you get to late at night you want to have good levels of melatonin before you go to bed so that you can get to sleep better and you get better quality of sleep also if you're exercising at times where you might be feeling that big lull say first thing in the morning or after work five six o'clock where it's been dark for a few hours and you need that quick boost remember in the short term serotonin is your wakefulness hormone so it's got a double advantage from the exercise and the release of serotonin also including exercise regularly is going to help you manage your cortisol levels your stress levels again that is going to help with your overall quality of sleep sleep is the key here the sleep is going to impact all of your decisions your subsequent decisions if you're not getting adequate amounts it's going to impact your hunger levels the hormones that are linked and related to um your hunger it's going to impact your mood your energy levels your motivation so if we can manage sleep better through these three hormones that is going to be huge number two 
something called light therapy. So as I've touched on, we're getting into the darker, colder, wetter months. You can impact your melatonin levels, as we know, by light going into your eye. That's going to suppress the release of melatonin. So what we can do is three different ways. You can either focus on getting outdoors more in the shorter window that you have. So that's setting up some new habits where you just get out for 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is that you can in your day to get some natural sunlight. You can also use what's called a sunrise clock. Sunrise clock on a morning, if you're waking up before sunrise, which is highly likely, especially when we get into the depths of late November, early December, and even into January, instead of waking up to a harsh alarm in complete darkness, where your body's still thinking, I've got no light, I'm still going to produce melatonin, I'm going to be tired, low focus, low productivity, low mood, the sunrise clock gradually brightens up your room, and it's going to then kick in your cortisol in a good way that's going to help you feel awake more quickly. Going to help you feel in a better mood. It's going to improve your productivity, focus, etc. in a much quicker way. So a sunrise clock is a great form of light therapy alongside getting outdoors as much as you can. And then finally, a light box or a light therapy box, they're called. If you're working in a dark or darkish environment, whether that's at home, working from home or whether you're in an office, you can have these light boxes on you. That's going to be picked up through your eye. And again, that's going to suppress the release of melatonin and it's going to help with your energy levels, focus and productivity. Number three, supplementing with vitamin D. Vitamin D has an important role in your immune system, as well as other things such as energy production and uh, muscle recovery. But when we're talking about the immune system, when we get into these months as well, more illnesses are flying around. If we're getting ill more often, that again is going to negatively impact our energy levels, our decision making or ability to move, our ability to get outside and exercise, which is all going to have this play and negative impact on the three hormones, melatonin, serotonin and cortisol. So supplementing every day with vitamin, T, vitamin D is number three. Number four, optional, supplementing with melatonin. If you're somebody who's struggling massively with getting to sleep or good quality sleep, possibly down to the fact that your, your cortisol levels are so high through high levels of stress or chronic stress, not saying go straight out and get melatonin, but it could be something that you speak to your GP about. And then number five, massive one, structured sleep behaviors. The more that you can regulate your sleep time and wake time, the better. So this might be things such as Having a structured bedtime and working backwards from the time that you need to get up and aiming for around about seven or six to eight hours of sleep is a target. Knocking off screens, that's whether it's your phone, TV, tablet, laptops, having boundaries where you're giving yourself 30 minutes or so beforehand where you're not using those because again, that's going to be causing stimulation to your brain and suppressing the release of melatonin, the sleepy hormone. Using something called journaling where you can do a bit of a brain dump that's going to help get some of the stresses about what you need to do the next day. Again, that's going to reduce your cortisol levels, which is the one that's going to keep you awake and it's going to keep you switched on. So there's different tools that you can do that are going to help impact, positively impact your sleep behaviors. Another one, caffeine, not having caffeine too late in the day, limiting that to no later than sort of two, three o'clock in the afternoon, dependent on what time you go to bed. That is just an example. So five tips there, autumn, winter, well-being, 
these habits are hugely important if you want to come out of this period feeling better, thriving, more energy, better mood. Hope you enjoyed that. If you did, feel free to share it with friends and family members who might benefit as well. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a good rest of the week.